Hello, welcome to Financial Markets Weekly, an audio podcast by Succinct Information. This is a professional summary, free of noise, focused on facts, and straight to the point. We help you save time while covering the key events and market performance. These are the highlights from last week. The week's breaking news came in on Saturday evening, with the agreement between the White House and the Republicans to unlock the debt ceiling standoff. Yesterday, President Biden and Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy confirmed the progress of negotiations. This is what McCarthy said after they sealed the deal. I just got off the phone with the president. I talked to him twice today. And uh, after weeks of negotiations, we have come to an agreement in principle. We still have a lot of work to do. But I believe this is an agreement in principle that's worthy of the American people. Um, it has historic reductions in spending, consequential reforms that will lift people out of poverty into the workforce, rein in government overreach. There are no new taxes, no new government programs. There's a lot more within the bill. We still have more work to do tonight to finish all the uh, writing of it. In an 11th hour deal, both political parties avoided a potentially chaotic debt default with only nine days left. The understanding still needs to win congressional approval to pass it into law, which could happen as soon as Wednesday. The nation's borrowing ceiling will be lifted from the actual $31.4 trillion for two years and until late 2024 into the next administration. In a nutshell, the agreement involves no new taxes or government programs and some spending caps, while keeping Social Security, Medicare, veteran services, and military expenditures unchanged. On to markets now. It was a volatile trading week precisely due to the uncertainty generated by these negotiations, but Friday was a positive session for risk after McCarthy hinted that the talks were professional and knowledgeable. Also, a strong rally in semiconductors' stocks help growth names, in general, end sharply higher. The Nasdaq Composite Index gained 2.5% last week to end at the highest level since August and accumulated a 24% return year to date. This compares with a 9% gain for the S&P 500 in 2023 and a flat performance for the Dow Jones 30 and the Russell 2000 Small Cap Index. European equity markets were particularly weak, with an average fall of 1.6% on the week, and the Italian benchmark index losing as much as 3%. On the economics front, a few poor updates hurt sentiment. Firstly, the US PCE inflation, or personal consumption expenditures, which is the Fed's preferred inflation indicator, rose in April to 4.4% year-on-year, and core PCE rose to 4.7%. Readings were above estimates, and higher than a month earlier. The update confirms that the deceleration trend for inflation is not a straight line towards the Fed's 2% target, and traders rapidly adjusted their expectations for another 25 basis points hike for the June 14 meeting. The GDP deflator, another inflation indicator, was 4.1% for Q1, higher than the previous quarter. Secondly, inflation in the UK also surprised on the upside. 
Although headline CPI decelerated to 8.7% in April, the core CPI print accelerated to 6.8%, reaching a 31-year high. This figure surprised the Bank of England, and bonds sold off sharply. The yield on short-end bonds, particularly one-year bills jumped to 4.87%, the highest in 15 years. Sterling closed at 123. Lastly, Germany's GDP contracted in Q1 for the second consecutive quarter, which is the conventional measure to officially declare the country in recession. The manufacturing PMI, which came in weak in most countries, was specifically poor in Germany, a sign of activity slowdown. Regarding monetary policy action, let's quickly run through all the meetings and rate changes of the week. New Zealand hiked rates by 25 basis points to 5.5%, the highest since 2008. Korea left rates unchanged at 3.5% while Israel lifted them by 25 basis to four and three quarters. In emerging markets, the People's Bank of China kept the loan prime rates unchanged at 365% for the one-year tenor and 430% for five years. South Africa surprised with a bigger than expected rate hike of 50 basis to eight and a quarter percent. Indonesia left them at five and three quarters and Turkey also maintained them at eight and a half percent. Let's jump back into equity markets. The best performing sector last week was information technology, with a 5% rally, while consumer staples and materials fell more than 3%. For 2023, the top sectors include IT, communication services, and consumer discretionary, and the notable loser is energy. Last week's highlight was the semiconductor subsector, following the earnings reports of giant NVIDIA and Marvell Technologies. Both beat estimates and provided a robust outlook for the demand for products in data centers and equipment running artificial intelligence software. NVIDIA gained 24% to a market cap of $963 billion and is already the fifth largest company in the US. Marvell rallied 44% to a market cap of $56 billion. A few bullet points to complete our episode. Chinese stocks fell again last week and accumulated a 6% decline in the past four weeks. The post-COVID economic recovery has lost momentum. Cryptos continue to trade sideways. Bitcoin at $27,300. The main mover last week was Tron, Coin TRX which added 7%, on the back of strong demand for stablecoin Tether, which runs mostly on its platform. Crude oil gained 1.5%, but natural gas prices plunged more than 15%, on both sides of the Atlantic. In mergers and acquisitions, Chevron swallowed PDC Energy for more than 7 billion. In IPOs, Cummins spin-off, Atmos Filtration Technologies was priced at 19.5, raised $275 million, and shares ended at $2165 for a market value of $1.8 billion. Turkey is holding the runoff election today, with a slight advantage for incumbent President Erdogan.
That's all for this week. Please subscribe to the channel and help us promote it. Visit succinct.info to learn more about our subscription service. Have a good week.